Welcome back to the Dreamer's Manual podcast. I should say welcome or welcome back. If this is your first time here, we're so happy to have you. If we haven't met yet, my name is Julie. I'm an online business manager, course creator, and lover of all things knitting and wool. And I'm so happy you're joining us today. Now, we're talking about 2023 podcast trends that will impact the way you do business. But I want to emphasize at first that even if you don't have a podcast, you aren't thinking about starting one, and maybe your clients don't have a podcast yet, I still think that there are themes that we can look at because podcasting is just one aspect of business, but the themes we see here are going to be similar to the themes we see in social media trends, in business trends, etc. I think that what is happening is a human experience that impacts one segment of business is going to be applicable in other segments of business. So when I was thinking about and writing out these trends for you guys, the themes that I saw was definitely connection, community, and personalization. Now, connection and community makes a ton of sense because if you're listening to this in real time, we're coming out of 2020, 2021, and even 2022, where a lot of us might have felt overwhelmed, stressed, isolated, forced apart from family and community, perhaps. And so coming back into this, you know, whether it's business or In real life, I'm seeing a lot too where people are craving that community and connection. And personalization makes sense because I think podcasting has been around long enough and this definitely applies to other area of business. This definitely applies to other areas of business where people want to not feel like they're interacting with this cold robot or machine They really want to feel like the content is curated specifically for them. And that goes really well into the first trend that I wanted to talk about. And that is niche or niche and alternative podcasts. So just like you're seeing in social media, if you're looking at any of those trends, companies are putting money into and supporting smaller creators. Those like micro influencers. I think I follow Shailene Johnson online who does a lot of education around social media and she had a whole course about how to be a micro influencer last year. I'm sure it's still available to purchase if you're interested, but just as that trend is happening in social media, it's also happening in podcast. There are some amazing and super, super niche podcasts that are covering everything from local business to specific romance book genres Anything you can think of, you can find a very small uh, but targeted podcast for you that brings you into their community and makes you feel like you're a part of something. So when you're thinking about and if you're thinking about starting a podcast in the new year, if this applies to your clients, don't be afraid to really get very specific with who you're talking to and what you're talking about. Now, this is something that I like as an Enneagram 7 and someone who likes fun and to do different things. That's one thing that I always strive to do with this podcast, but thinking about what types of formats and how you can change up the listening experience for your audience. 
I've seen in audiobooks, which is, you know, a similar format where people are bringing in whole casts to do these massive ensemble productions of very popular books. I'm not saying that that's doable or that's what you should do for podcasts, but I wouldn't be afraid to really change things up, whether that's through segments, how you communicate, how often you communicate, how long you communicate. Don't feel restricted by past rules of podcasts because first of all, you know your audience and who's going to connect with you is going to connect because of who you are, not because you followed some guru's format rules for your podcast. But also people are looking for something a little bit different and want to feel part of something new. So if you have some ideas about that, don't be afraid to explore those this year. Now, along with stuff that's new and very now is the emergence of AI, parentheses, artificial intelligence, and its impact on podcasts. It's impacting the business space and, you know, universities and all those things. If you follow things like ChatGPT and the different AI technologies that are out there, super interesting, right? But when it comes to podcasts, I have definitely seen some tools that are making it easier and easier and definitely more approachable for people who want to start a podcast to start one. Last year, we saw a lot of talk about a software called Descript and Descript does video and audio But one very interesting thing, I thought it was super interesting, is that when you're editing, let's say I said a sentence, but I left out a word, I could type in the word that I wanted to be included and Descript would take everything that I was saying and pull out the letters that it needed for that word and insert that word in my voice into my audio. Listen, coming up as a kid who didn't even have a cell phone until I was probably 18, that's kind of mind-blowing technology. There's tools like Jasper AI that are helping podcasters and people with their show notes, long-form content, blog posts, and services like Podcastle, which I haven't personally used, but I've heard that that makes podcasting a breeze. And so it's getting easier and more accessible for everybody to be able to get into this market without having that specialized skill or having to go to a studio and have somebody edit the podcast. And I personally think that that's great. Anytime you can remove barriers and be able to hear and have access to more voices, I think it's a great thing. Now, something I've started to see drip out and I'm seeing more and more are paid subscription podcasts. And that could be for exclusive content, behind the scenes, special trainings. It's usually in addition to a podcast that's already up and running. And then people who are a listener to the audience can have access to that really exclusive content. This can also include access to watching you record your episodes live and interacting in that way. Certainly what I've experienced and what I love is this live component to things. So I watch a law tuber, if you guys aren't familiar with that term. I started out, this is like a, a little side note, but I started out my college journey believing that I was going to be in some type of law enforcement. And so my major was in criminal justice and where sort of surprisingly, at least to me, learning about consuming and following those real crime cases in college sort of cured me from, quote unquote, from my 
desire to consume or watch any of that like true crime stuff as an adult, but there's just something that has been absolutely intriguing to me about that space since I can remember. So I follow a LawTuber named Emily Baker who breaks down pop culture cases for the most part, which is perfect for me because it keeps my toe into sort of the law space. It's very interesting to me how the law works and how it's applied in different cases. But for the most part, like I said, with pop culture cases, it's not so serious. Certainly, she has a very kind way and a non-sensational way of approaching other types of cases that are in the public eye. And I appreciate her compassion and her real life experience. So having said all that, she does live video. I believe she also records her podcast live in her paid community. And there's something again about that connection, the community of live video and live streaming specifically that brings your community together and solidifies them. So I think those paid subscription podcasts are only going to grow and I cannot wait to see what happens with them. It's a very interesting offshoot of podcasting and continuing to follow the money. We could talk about ad spending. Now um, there's some cool technology again, that is opening up when we talk about ad spending. First of all, if you look again on, you know, any of the internet sites that talk about podcasting, It says all the big names and the big corporations, Spotify, all those are reporting that their podcast advertiser dollars are up. People are spending money and continuing to spend more and more money on podcasts. What's also interesting is services like Spotify and Captivate, who I use, now also have options for things like dynamic ad insertion. Now, if you're not sure what that is, Dynamic ad insertion impacts the user who's experiencing the content. It basically takes like that connection piece and makes it very personalized for the listener. So you can, for example, wish your listener a happy Monday because based on the day of the week, the dynamic ad content will know what day of the week it is. Or it could say before you clock out for the night or while you're grabbing your first cup of coffee, like it can really tailor it not only to time of the day, but it can tailor it to where you're at in the world, what you're already consuming, what might be interesting to you, similar to Facebook ads and that sort of thing, which You know, I'm sure we'll see a push and pull of people's privacy versus their need to connect and consume things that are really applicable to them. But this is definitely the trend and where ad spending is going, making sure that people are getting the ads and the information that really means something to them. And I just want to plug here and I'll probably plug at the end and share something that I'm working on personally, but you don't have to have this game where you go out and have people who spend money on your podcast. That certainly can be a goal, but I think people sometimes overlook promoting their own offers and what's important and meaningful to them as part of their podcast schedule. So don't think that the advertising dollars don't apply to you when you could be your own advertiser. Hi guys, it's Julie. I'm just popping in really quick just to say the other day I was teaching my kids how to do their laundry. And there's a lot of steps, right? It's like open the machine, decide what type of laundry you have, push this button, add this type of soap, add if there's any pre-wash, 
change the temperature, all those things. And so we wrote down a little step-by-step list and it gave them so much confidence in being able to accomplish this task. And it gave me peace of mind knowing they could do it even if I wasn't standing right there. So it got me thinking, why are we not doing this in our business? Because with standard operating procedures and SOPs, yes, they might take a little bit more time up front, but it gives our team and us the confidence that someone can take a task in our business, accomplish it, and know if they're doing it right and if they're doing a good job at it. So this is just a reminder that I have my top 15 SOPs that I use with my clients in my own business as templates for you for just $37. So you could take these, you can give these to your team members to create, but it gives you and your team that jump start to start delegating and get things off of your plate. Now the link is in the show notes, but you can find these SOPs at www.julietraining.com backslash SOP. Now that was a lot, but you can definitely see where you can take these trends and think about how that's impacting online business. Certainly AI is impacting online business. Ad spend is always going to be interesting and impact online business. Finding your niche and communicating to them, creating a community is going to impact your business. So all these aren't necessarily just podcast trends, but if you're in this space, you want to be in this space, or you have clients that are in this space, these are things you can bring to them that could be baked into your strategy for the rest of this year. So as always, I celebrate you guys so much. I'm so happy to connect, and I really hope this was super helpful to you. Until next time, friends. 